It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Episode 41 of the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. 40, uh, number of the 40th Symphony by Mozart was his longest one. Bet you didn't know that. It's also the number that Roger Bannister, do you know who Roger Bannister, first person break four-minute mile, uh, was wearing when he broke the four-minute mile. Let's head off to the podcast. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast with our host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Before we do, before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsor, teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Go over and check it out. If you want to win more games in less time, learn more things, um, there's nothing else on it like on the web like it. So go over and check it out. Let's head off to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about 10 ways, see if I can do this, 10 ways to uh, beat his own defense. I'm not going to talk specific zone deep, uh, or zone offenses at this point. Um, that would be good for office hours, or you know, I can I can definitely send people, or maybe that's a subset of of this of this one. But what I'm going to do is kind of give you some general things that I have found have been successful. Um, you know, there's been research on defensive systems. You know, USA Basketball has kind of a generic thing of beating three, um, three ways of kind of beating his own defense. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go through these. I'm going to tell you the key, get your guys shooting, get your gal shooting. Um, shooting can definitely take care of a lot of ills and can take care of a lot of zone pressure and a lot of, um, especially sagging zones. Um, but I'm going to go through what I think are the 10 ways to beat his own defense. Things you should incorporate in no matter what zone, um, offense you work on, these these 10 things should somewhere be kind of uh, ingrained. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to download that, I'm going to pull it up, look at this, isn't this nifty? Alright, so 10 ways to beat a zone. So let me go through these. Practice against it. I, you know, I, early in my career, this stuff really threw us for a loop because, you know, um, I grew up in Wisconsin, I went away for school, but then came back. And, you know, it's, it's such a Dick Bennett, man-to-man, Bo Ryan, um, that so many people play man and not as many play zone that um, I didn't spend enough time in practice going against zone. So um, I would spend as much time as possible going through zones, working against zones, attacking zones, doing that kind of stuff. Um, we can talk about 
practice breakdown and that kind of thing. But uh, you know, I, you just gotta you gotta find a way to put it in there. All right. So that's number one. Number two is make shots and don't settle for threes. So if you think back to when we talked about the, the keys to, to, to winning basketball games, um, offensive efficiency is extremely important, and then getting to the foul line. And you don't get to the foul line as much when you shoot threes. Um, so, you know, obviously it's an integral part of this game. Um, I've never been a huge fan of it, but it's definitely here to stay. Uh but you can't settle for it. That's what they want you to do, and they're probably zoning you because, or if they're playing, they're playing a non-pressuring zone. They're zoning you because you're not as good at shooting threes. Um, run a press, pressure them. Um, <laughs> you'll get turnovers. You'll get baskets before they can set the zone up. You'll get three on two, two on ones. You know, you'll get an advantage on the offensive end if you pressure, and that will not allow them to. Um, set up their zone defense. So that's number three. Number four is rebound. Get second chance points. Go to the offensive glass. Zones don't tend, zones don't tend to box out well. Um, kids, at least the younger kids, have a really hard time finding specific bodies. So really emphasize when you're working on your zone offense um, to crash the boards hard. You know, make sure someone's back, but make sure that you're really crashing the board um, number five, uh, stall. <laughs> pull them out of it. Tied, if you're the underdog, pull them out. I mean, I I have a story of me, um, gosh, this would have been 05 when, when Wesley Matthews, who I'm going to name drop now, is playing for the Mavericks now. But when he was a senior in high school, we flew to St. Louis for a game and then flew back. And we were playing one of our rivals, Middleton, and uh, it was a back-to-back game, my guys were tired, jet lag, had slept in a hotel, whatever, and and they were as good as us, and they ended up beating us later in the year, um, in our one of our few losses for the year, but um, I think we were up two with seven and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and we just stood at half court. We literally stood at half court for five minutes, people were booing, I got people came after me, and then we ended up scoring, making some free throws, scoring a couple buckets, game over. Um, it's a great ace in the hole, especially if someone's just going to sag in and if it's a close game and you're the underdog. Um, six, work on your transition, beat them down the floor. Zones have a real hard time in the, in from top of the key to top of the key. They really do. Um, from transitioning from offense back to defense and setting up and finding your man. If you can beat them down the floor and get some easy baskets, tends to be an effective way. Um, attack the gaps. I think this is really important. Um, you know, you got to attack seams. So if I can show you here. So let's say I draw, can I do it over here? I can. So let's say they're playing a 2-3. And forgive me here, I'm doing this with my mouse on the. But if they're running a 2-3 like this, and you want to attack seams in here. You really do. You want to attack seams and make them collapse because that allows you to kick to the outside. Um, and that goes into the next one, utilize pass fakes and moving the ball. Make the zone shift. If you make a zone shift from side to side, they don't tend to do it. And shot fakes are, shot fakes and pass fakes make them shift, make them get off center, and that, that tends to work really well. I'm going to talk about nine when I have my little diagram here. Attack short corners. So I'm a big fan of this area 
and this area, okay? And Wesley, again, name dropping, um, always said that there's this area. So the backboard's right here. There's this area in here that people tend to get lost in. It's called behind the board. So what we do is we throw a lot of flashers and use short corner and in and flash from behind because they tend to lose them in those two areas. If you ever watch NBA games, um, short corner and behinds tend to get lost a lot. So I think those are all really important. Um, and then screen the zone. You know, I could throw it back up there, but I won't. You know, look for the skip and the seal. Look for, you know, worst case scenarios. And it's, I, I, I tell my youth coaches this especially. Don't feel bad about, um, don't feel bad about, you know, running your man offense and taking a little time and getting some screens and getting some movement because it's not a, it's not a necessarily a bad thing to do that. Um, so again, going through these real quick. 10, 10 ways to beat a zone, generalizations, but I think good ones. Practice against it, make shots. <laughs> it's always good. If you make shots, you win. Uh, don't settle for threes. Run a press. Rebound, second chance points. Stall. Don't allow them to zone. Beat them down the floor. Attack the gaps. Utilize pass fakes and moving the ball. Attack from short corners and behind the backboard. So that little zone area, I can talk about that more if people want it. And then screen the zone. Um, all of your zone offenses should entail, you know, two-thirds or three-fourths of these, if not all of them. Um, if you want them to be successful, obviously the stall is not going to be the case for, you know, not everyone's going to stall. But, um, you know, the majority of your zone offenses should entail or should encompass these things. And if they do, and if you can make shots, <laughs> you're going to win a lot of games. So um, hopefully that helps you kind of start tweaking and start working toward setting up your zone offense. Sports Social Podcast Network.